Hey everybody, my name is Nate. I'm joined again with Jay Choi and Jeffrey from Auto Alchemy. And everybody, welcome to the studio. Woo! <laughs> Yo. Rush of ideas and just imagination and chaos. You know, you make things, you break things in the span of seconds just with your thoughts. Kinesthetic style, but only within the mind. Take a whole idea and like deconstruct it and then rebuild it in like a completely different way. Swimming in chaos. Welcome to I Just Can't Even With Myself Right Now. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So what's happening today? Let's just jump right into it. Honestly, okay. I have, <laughs> I'm I'm like kind of like let's pass through the pleasantries. I mean, I already know Jeffrey. We've already talked. Yeah. Um, but you haven't known JC. So the best way to get into this is a more any oriented question. Would you rather freeze or burn to death? Ooh. Whoa. Am I like taking the lead here? Yeah, no, yeah you're both masculine. Any. Um, I think I would rather freeze to death. There's something that I actually like about the sensation of being cold. Like there was a time in my life when I tried to take cold showers as a way of like entering the day with a little bit of willpower, but I hate any kind of heat whatsoever. Like even in the coldest of winter, like I will leave my fan on. So I just find the cold to be slightly more pleasant burning to death. That, that sounds miserable, unacceptable. I think yeah. the aspect of burning to death, what I wouldn't like is just the experience of like smelling your flesh burning and your hair burning. Yeah. Oh, this doesn't... Yeah. I'm hungry. Oh, okay. It's so strange because it'd be like, oh, is this, I don't know if you guys watch Archer, but the guy called it long pig, the smell of burning flesh. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, have no idea what you're talking about, but you know, I love that for you. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. I mean, I honestly was just thinking because. This is my finals week, um, so I'm thinking about like the exam I just took on heat shock. Protein. Any kind of death at this point will be acceptable. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I'm like, I'll take either. <laughs> Can I get both? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. What about like drowning in an ice hole? Ooh, that sounds so peaceful. Uh, you like you go ice fishing, and then you just kind of didn't really work it out. Yeah, I don't know about that. That actually makes me reconsider because I am a pretty poor swimmer already, and uh, I don't like the desperation that would be involved. I in hate that. fishing. I don't think I'd want to like <laughs> feel my, feel water enter my lungs. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be yeah. pretty brutal. Is it crazy? Okay, that's kind of funny because like usually I was used to be scared of swimming when I was a kid, and then I learned a little bit that the viscosity, if or if I'm saying that right of a swimming pool actually makes it incapable for you to drown. So I spent like every time in the swimming pool trying to drown. I was like at the 12 feet, just like, okay, just make it this time. I'll sink, make it happen. Kill me. And it's just, no, it actually doesn't work. You survive and you look stupid. So yeah. And nobody did, saved so me. So when did you realize you were polar TI? <laughs> nobody saved me. <laughs> there was no know. lifeguard on duty. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I'm glad that you're still here with us today. <laughs> Am I really, though? <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> okay, we're going to move over that. Um, do you have more questions? No, I actually was, was really intrigued because um, I wanted to use that as a... As I was thinking of an icebreaker. I'm like, as if we needed an icebreaker for this situation. E, okay, so really my point being with ENTPs, I would say my first impression of both of you guys was terrible. Is that um, you both are really nice, which is why I feel like Aww. there's a lot of, um, yeah, I know we talk about similarities, you and me, JC, but I feel like 
theoretically type-wise, I feel like you and Jeffrey actually have a lot more similarities than I do. Ooh. In terms of like both being masculine and e, um, I don't know about the rest of the functions. <laughs> um, uh, both Wait, Nate, you're the- feminine and e, right? I am. Okay, okay. I hope the bow tie explains it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Jeffrey, what what's your masculine feminine for your ti and um, fe? So it's uh, masculine any masculine ti um, uh, double feminine by the actual like inventions of the code. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm feminine TI, so that's interesting. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I I haven't had a chance to talk to many people who have that going for them. So I, I'm wondering like what is what does that feel like from the inside? Mm, I honestly think it makes me a bit of a pushover. <laughs> okay. Like I think that even when I think I'm right or I know I'm right, instead of me letting the other person know or even having to prove it to someone, it's a Oh, if I know, then that's all right. That's I could end it at that. Like, if I know I'm right, then that is the end. But what I've noticed with more masculine TI, it's if I know I'm right, you should also know I'm right because I am right. But I don't know if what you think about that. <laughs> um, no, that's interesting because I actually relate to the way that you're describing yourself a little bit. Mm. Um, but maybe it's just like a different, like a different story that you have to, to understand your experience. So for me. I feel like I know I'm right. I'm well grounded in what I think is right. And there's a constant tension between like, but I have to make sure other people are happy enough that I can work with them. I have to like move with them. Otherwise it doesn't matter if I'm right um, because it will never be like implemented in the world or have any sort of actuality to it. If I don't move with the tribe a little bit and be feminine in that way. Are you um, play first? Uh, consume play. Okay. And then, yeah. okay. Same. Okay, wait. What's your what's your tri type? Oh god. Um five four nine, five nine four. Okay. I'm not much of an Enneagram guy, so it's a little bit like I might be violating some of the, the terms. No, no, it, 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 no, no, it fits. No, no. It fits. I was just thinking too. We, we actually we don't share anything in our tri type. <laughs> yeah, Nate just like <laughs> hey, at some point it's gonna kick really Honestly, hard. It's gonna hit me like a truck. And I don't what is gonna hit you, Nate? The water. Um, <laughs> juice. <laughs> juice. Juicy. Um. <laughs> okay, Nate, honestly, you need to invest in a wig or grow out your hair because honestly, in that moment, you need to be like... Oh, 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 I did wear a wig once. Ooh. It was long, luscious locks, Ooh. okay? It was really, really luxurious. I freaked everybody out. What color? Like, what did it look like? It was like? a nice brunette. I was a, br- I was a nice Ooh. brunette. It was, I was working it. I was working it. I, but I wasn't wearing full-on regalia, so I wasn't really like... Is it yours? Like, do you no, have it still? Oh. Can you get one for one of our episodes? Just, <laughs> just get a wig and just like... Yes, like a pink Here's the thing that I've always... What are you guys' um, dream hairs? Because for me, I always wanted to have dreadlocks. Mm. That was like always oh, it, but I man. hate actually having long hair like in, in practice. In theory, I love it. But in practice, I realized this is a lot of maintenance. Like how do people with long hair deal with it? That's yeah, such that's- a good question. Um, there was a time in my life when... I don't know what this was about, but I also wanted dreadlocks. I mean, I was really young. Phase. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like 12, maybe 13. And I'm like, okay, going into high school, clearly like what I've been doing hasn't been working. So I need to reinvent myself completely. I need to come to high school with dreadlocks. You know, you can just grow them over summer. Not a problem. <laughs> and also like change my aesthetic. I don't know. But clearly that, it, and I also wanted to start speaking Spanish. Like that would be my whole thing. Dreadlocks and Spanish. <laughs> I love that. 
it's funny because I did I YouTubed how to talk Jamaican, which is weird. I because there was this really I, I love this person. She was this YouTuber who was like teaching you Jamaican sinting, and I'm terrible at accents, but we can tell. <laughs> but it was so fun because I got to like I took the only thing I took away from her lesson was wagwan, and she was like super happy and like feeling like everything. And I'm like, this is the energy I want in my life more. That's so funny. Which is ironic as a seven, as if I'd already have that. In yeah, regards I feel like to you're doing pretty well on that front. Yeah, I think I think you're doing really well right now. <laughs> um, I think in regards to like hair, I always say that like if you have straight hair for for people with long hair, usually if you have straight hair, you're pretty consistently always at like a seven out of ten hair day, like every day. Mm. And I'm like with curly hair, and I don't have really curly; it's just a little wavy, whatever. But with curly hair, it's like most of the time you're like a four or five out of ten, and once in a while you're full ten out of ten. And I'm just like, I just wish there was more consistency involved with hair that isn't straight. Because sometimes my hair looks so good because it curled perfectly. And then sometimes it's just like, poof, like a big puffball. Right. Like, no control over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it kind of matches like my personality, you know, some days it's like this, some days it's like that. Some days you get a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I come from a line of mothers who all have this weird lion mane going on. So a lot of them try to shorten their hair into like boy cuts because it's a lot. They do the little broccoli hair, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> my mom still had long hair, full lion's mane. And she like came into my room at like 12 a.m. It was like insane because she was just like out of it. She's like, mm, scary. Well, also like <laughs> a lot of people, well, especially as I guess a Korean, like not a lot of Koreans have curly or wavy hair. So no one taught me how to deal with it. Like I didn't realize that you're not supposed to like brush curly hair when it's dry because then you take out all your curls and it becomes frizzy. I didn't even know that for like so long until like someone else who wasn't Korean, like, you know, they were like, you know, if you just don't brush it when it's dry, your curls will hold. I was like, what? <laughs> Mind blown. Like, and then, but anyway, I was going to say I went on a tangent, but I don't know what we're talking about anyway. We're talking about hair. So you, you nailed it. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate you that. Shift. How about death? <laughs> we're going there. Would you want to know how you died or would you want to know how, like, or not know how you died? Or what then, wait, what was the other question? <laughs> what? More like, okay. How about this? Would you want to know how you died or would you want to know when you died? Oh. Oh, like oh. if you could know now? Yeah, like, if you could yeah, know you now. Yeah, you have to pick one of the two. Yeah, the, either the time, like the time date to the T, or the exact way you will die. I, I literally got stressed out since the second I said it, because I'm like thinking of like, if I knew when, then I'm going to plan out everything. Well, and then yeah. like, let's say if I die in 10 years, I'm, that 10 years is going to be packed. But if it was how, I may end up just avoiding the exact thing. Right, but the thing is, like, <laughs> it, what, in books and sci-fi stuff, like, that never works, you know? Yeah, because, like, I right. ironically will get hit yeah. by whatever. That's what I was thinking, yeah. I, I think regardless, I would do whatever I could to avoid it and end up manifesting. Well, it's like the Greek thingy-majigger where the person was like, oh, your son will marry your, the mom, and then they sent him away, and that's why right. they ended up marrying, because she didn't right. him. He never, like, yeah. well... Yeah, you can't you can't escape it. <laughs> well, what about ironic deaths then? Like really sad ways to die. Mm. I've always wanted to do a video on like how each of the types would die, but I don't really. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm here for that energy. I would, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, I need to revisit that one. <laughs> I mean, let's be real, because I know I wrote. I'm gonna roast a lot on this channel. I realized, like for INFJs and probably INFPs, are probably gonna sit there and take it, like the sweet embrace of death. <laughs> 
Yeah, I see a lot of like smile on their faces. Well, I wouldn't say so much as that because they sometimes they like I don't know if you read like there's like some tweets about that goes on. They're like I don't know how you guys are able to wake up and not feel your own existential dread in the morning. And I'm like, really? That's what that's what you take for your first five minutes. Is that legit? Do you think people actually do that? I think so. I do. I think so. I really think that they really do do feel that way. What do censors think when they wake up in the morning? What do you guys Uh, think when you wake up in the morning? um uh man i so here's my thing i work from home and i like sleep in as late as possible so there's almost no thought whatsoever it's like i hear my alarm and i'm like oh gotta roll over and get (laughs) like get into my office and be yeah get the show on the road um but normally like there's probably like weird things percolating in my brain like i feel like i'm always thinking about certain concepts or certain problems certain projects and it's just always present as a little bit of chatter so it's like kind of like to do stuff or more future oriented ish. Yeah. I-, I talked to my ESFP friend. He's like, yeah, I wake up and I go, oh, the ceiling, oh, the wall. Oh, I'm gonna go to, to the kitchen. Ooh, breakfast. <laughs> what? what? He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, live in the moment, gang, gang. <laughs> what? <laughs> it boggles my mind because I cannot relate. Like, not because it's crazy. It's a little crazy, but I can't relate. <laughs> well, what do you do then? Uh, I wake up and, uh, usually I start thinking about what I got to do for the day. I spend a couple of minutes fantasizing about my future. I usually think about how I want whatever quarter I'm in at that point to be done. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I usually, I usually think through my day because that's the best way for me to stay on track because otherwise I won't do anything because I could very easily just not think about what I have to do and then not do it. But I think I make, like, a conscious effort to do it. But, of mm. course, as an NE dom, I like to think about, like, long-term future stuff. Like, oh, what's it going to be like when I wake up in grad school? You know, like, stuff like that. Yeah. I love. <laughs> yeah, I usually just shout into the void. I'll just well, go on Twitter and be like, you power ballads in the shower. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I'm kind of like, give me something crazy. And then I just want to see if there's any arguments going on in the social media sphere. I'd be like, oh, okay, people are crappy. Oh, I'm awake now. Wow. I usually wake up to like <laughs> tweets, I mean, from messages from Nate about how people are stupid. <laughs> and I love that. I wake up and I'm like, true. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Jeremy, you haven't actually, re- you weren't on the receiving end of my type one disintegration. Oh, it oh. is so much fun. I love it. Because I disintegrate to one, so I become like really judgy, very critical, uh, and very. But the thing is, is I double down because I'm very critical of myself. So when I hit my one, I'm also like, I reverse almost and project it outwards. So like everybody in my eyesight becomes horrible. Well, for the some thing, the thing that, of why I think it works though, is like when you do, when you're explaining those things to me is that like the things you say, they're all true. It's like things everyone's been thinking, <laughs> but no one will say it. And you, it's not like you're projecting and making up stuff. You're like, this is how it is. Like, and you're, you're ignore, calling it you, what it is. Like, yeah. And you ignore yeah. the fact that maybe you are like that, or maybe me, I'm like that <laughs> while we're talking, but you know, you're like, this is the truth. Like, and I love is it. Is it masculine TE of me to be like, so upfront about it and be like, anybody want to come forward and like, call me out? Cause I'm ready to admit that. Like, I'm, yeah, like, I'm so keen on just being like, who is it? Like there's that video we did <laughs> yesterday and I couldn't stop laughing. Because it made it sound like it happened like, like a month ago. So that video we did. Yeah, I, I feel like it's been a month, but it's literally just been yesterday. <laughs> so one? Jeffrey, this is a little funny moment. So in the comments, I remember reading that there was, <laughs> <laughs> you're ready. You're already like feeling it. So, 
I have this recurring issue with FI users where when people want to criticize FI, there's always going to be that one voice that's going to go, well, not all FI users. Like, we should stop making fun of FI users because it's mean. And I'm like, that's great. But if you are in a room full of FE and TI users and they're all making fun of something, then where is the FI user who can stand up and take it? Instead of saying, y'all should be nicer. No, who is it? I'm like, if you can't handle it, don't be in the room. Go leave. <laughs> right. Well, they yeah. and I were also saying, like, there's, like, they usually there's no rebuttal. You know, they're just like, that's so mean. And that's it. And I'm like, oh, come on, give me something, you know? Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read them back. This is the funny thing that I've learned with TI. Like, you guys are really Disgusting. good at roasting. Oh, yeah. Discuss however. <laughs> You also want it back. There's a return policy with the comments. And like, that's the thing that I love, I live for because it's almost giving me permission to really go into it. And like, yeah, really because we can handle it. it because we'll give it back. And that's why you guys even bother to say it, right? You wouldn't say it if you couldn't back it up or you couldn't return mm. it somehow. Cause you guys already pre-prepped in your TI brain somewhere that this, right. is already, you already kind of know what we might be saying back where you're already taking into account factory. Right. So oh, I'm like, where yeah. is the fear FI users? There shouldn't be a fear. Just go in and like stab them. Like really what's so bad? Motivational speaker over here. Motivational speaker. Is that Tony Robbins? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeffrey, how do you view FI? FI? Yeah. Um, okay. Hillary, if you're listening, don't. No, no, no. I actually, no I'm especially <laughs> curious because of that. Like. Um, so I actually, I think I've come around on it. Um, when I first got into typology, I, I really bought into like certain stereotypes. Like FI is very basic, very like caveman, like dis good, dis bad. I'm completely incapable of like navigating it. I don't know. Um, I guess these days. I love that. <laughs> just imagining me and Hillary in a cave going like, ooh, just grunting. Honestly, how they describe it. Like, honestly, they make it sound like these FI users are three years old or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe I that's wish. what it's like whenever you're a toddler. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I've actually, I feel like I've tried to go out of my way to kind of, well, I care a lot about like self-development, wholeness. Like, what, what can I relate to in people who have FI? can I find anything like that inside myself? So I've tried to actively like learn to appreciate it and getting to know people and dating somebody who is like a mature, well-balanced FI user, I think is really helpful for that. I think and then of course, true. knowing Nate, like Nate really oh. <laughs> me a whole new world when it comes to FI. So That is true. I mean, also for me, like I grew up with um, ENFP sister, INFP mom. So that really helps oh. me. And my mom's very, very like mature, very intelligent, very practical and logical. And it's not the, the adjectives that you think of stereotypically when you think of FI doms, but it made me realize and understand that this is a part of being an FI dom as well, or it could mm -hmm. be, you know, and it just, if anything, it made me respect FI users a lot more, but it also made me hold them to higher standards. So when people don't totally the yeah, standard, yeah. then sometimes I'm like, in my head, I'm like, my mom's an INFP and she's like this, but how can you be like that? <laughs> like, you, you can do better. Yeah, totally. Right. But I mean, oh, it's not my really place to judge that. Based in, that yeah. in that way. Because I, it's like a lot of what I've, it's kind of a weird reversal aging situation thing. Cause I'll get to the point. I'll get here. to the punchline. Um, Cause like with TI, you guys are naturally prone to really think about things first before you do anything. Whereas for FI, we're prone to like feel something first before we do anything. But 
I feel like for us, it requires us time and experience in order to actually fully flesh out what we want to express because it's like we're all, we're not really TE strong, even if let's say even if I want to, it'll have to take a while. So usually it would have to require us to be a certain age, or if we have to we have to get ourselves out there. That's how I see it because it's usually if we don't get ourselves out there. Like I wouldn't have learned and became more immune to TI if I didn't hang out with TI users more. Like my friend group right now are literally all TI. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so you're kind of saying like to get past your auxiliary function into your tertiary, you need to kind of reach a level of maturity or a certain year. Like what year did, like at what age did you get there? If you think you got there. I literally hit 19 and it happened. Okay. Yeah. When it hit 19, well, <laughs> I happen to be special, I guess, because others ENFPs oh. I've met apparently haven't had that situation. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Like I hit 19 and I was no. like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, you look disgusting when you cry. You should probably change that. And so that kind of worked out and it did shift a bit because it did really kind of reframe. Situation. I, mean, I am an ugly crier. Like this is why we don't do it in public anymore. It's not really pretty. Um, and then you realize you just kind of put the math into it and then you start connecting. The, maybe I'm because I have FINTE very married. Like, I'm not an INFP, so I don't have that problem mm-hmm. when it comes to realizing what's applicable or what's not. Like, I have a value, but it has to be applicable for it to make sense to me. So I can't just accept it. Plus, in OPS, I'm feminine FI. So again, it's already, like, in submission to, like, I, something else. I think I used to have this misconception that, like, extroverts tend to, like, since they have an extroverted function first, they tend to be able to develop their internal functions more easily because if you are going, like, I think everyone taps into their internal, but you're also extrovert first. And then I would always think that introverts, since they're introverted first, they don't have the motivation to develop their extroverted functions as much, was what I initially thought. But then I realized that I am a consume first in OPS, so it might just be literally that, like me tapping into my TI. I'm also a TI subtype for socionics, so it's like... I don't know. So I, I'm trying to figure out how much of it is like that could make sense or is it just like too anecdotal? I don't know. I struggled with that a lot because I mean, I just realized I'm play first. So no wonder my FI is so bad. I mean, I say it's really bad, but people are telling me it's good. So I don't know. <laughs> I will I will say this though. When my FI does have a conclusion, I'm actually never wrong, which is the strangest phenomenon. I just never believe it. Like, I can't trust it. I think I told Hillary this, too, like, in the collab we did. I was like, I can't trust it because it just seems out of nowhere. Like, I just suddenly really hate a person and turns out six months down the road, all of that negative emotion stuff was actually right on the dot. This person really was trash. And so I was like, whoa, like, I should have just listened to it. (laughs) I mean, I honestly think that that's a big part of also, like, ignoring N.I., like because, <laughs> you know Being like in six months and like, yeah oh, no. because you know because i also relate to that except to a worse degree a greater degree because polar fi um you know like the the gut feeling is there and i always tell ni users trust your gut but you know like you don't <laughs> i don't yeah like i think i i with intentions and stuff i'm almost always right but when it comes to like more personal relationships then suddenly it's like all the all bets are off like, if it's, like, business or, like, with school, I think I'm actually pretty good at reading intentions as an SPSO also. like I, You know, I agree with that. Because I feel like you, you ENTPs are really good at typing people. I don't, I don't know how well or how well-founded my take on that is. But I do find that, I guess, with valued FE, you guys are a lot better at reaching conclusions with people than, than I am. However, like, I would say on to rebuttal that, mine is very, like, yeah, I do know intentions if not months before, 
a person even knows it. And I would just, but the thing is, is I'm not expressive enough, like, nor do I care about people enough for me to tell them, like, oh, you like this person. Oh, here's or, the you're not like Nate hates everyone. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I don't care enough to, to tell you. But, yeah. but I'm also not like, a bit, like, not that much of a jerk where I'd be like, oh, told you so. Like, it was your choice anyway. And if that person who I'm thinking is not good for you, and I don't even, like, that's the whole sociotic relation of this is if I'm not even close with that person either, it's then not. Like, I'm not going to do anything about it. It has nothing to do with you, so you don't really Exactly. Care. But then, like, for example, for my big, like, for my closest friends, I will go above and beyond and really warn them about certain things I do feel. There's this one where I'll, like, demote this person, take her out of your group, because this is going to, this person's going to mess you up in a year. And I was right. She did. So I was like, you are going to save yourself disappointment. Take this person out. They haven't been showing any consistency. And consistency... I don't know if it's so much as FI consistency or is it TE consistency that I haven't been seeing. Like I wasn't seeing this person be punctual. I haven't seen them be reliable. I haven't seen them be sensible, rational. None of these things were showing up. All I had were like claims. So like, is it so that means I had no way to trust them in the reality of like this person, you could trust them. Of course not. No evidence was showing me that you should. So I'm like, take them out. I don't know if that re- relates to you guys because you guys are more of like the other way around. I don't know. Also, FI users, sound off in the comments below if you agree with that. <laughs> Sorry, I had myself muted because my cat was yelling and I felt guilty. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I have a pretty tough time trusting my gut when it comes to people's intentions. Um, but I, I do feel that I'm rarely off the mark. Like there have been many times when I'm like, I shouldn't date this person. This person's clearly an evil asshole. But then there's also the other side of that, which is like, oh, but isn't it nice, even though it's hard to admit it, isn't it nice to feel this like gooey, effy connection with somebody? Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe this gut so thing. you both. What do I know? I'm not good at emotions Nate anyway. is laughing because I said like the exact same thing like yesterday. Oh, <laughs> really? For the exact same curse. <laughs> Y'all are cursed. Like, well, okay, listen. I've been having some like heart-to-heart talks from me to my FI recently. I'm just like, first of all, why do you not exist? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I relate to that. It's like a... I. It's even if you sense these, I tweeted about this, like, even if I sense bad intentions or have a gut feeling against it, if I can't think of good TI reasons right. as to yes. why I feel that way, then it just doesn't matter to me at all. Like, if I can't rationalize it, then I'm like, like, if someone makes me uncomfortable, but logically I can't explain why, then I'll keep talking to them. I'll be like, let's be best friends. Like, you know, oh, like, that is so rough. It doesn't, like, and especially with ignoring NI and, you know, I mean, this is helping me learn a lot about FI, is it too? Because those kind of realms, I'm actually, I would say I'm really comfortable with. Right, but it comes naturally to you, right? All the more reason for me to distance myself because I'm looking for TE reasons. Like, I want the evidence, so I'm going to hunt it. If I don't see it within five seconds, you're out. Like, that's just my quick... Like, I'm very investor from, like, Silicon Valley. <laughs> like, very, if you don't appeal to me in five seconds with whatever idea you have, I ain't putting my money down. So. Well, again, like... um. ETPs with their um, polar FI are known to be, you know, too trusting or too suspicious, um, which I relate to both of them. You know, sometimes I'm like overly suspicious in times when I really think I shouldn't. Then again, I'm usually right on those, but I don't know, but whatever. But, you know, like, I don't know. What do you think, Jeffrey? Yeah. So 
definitely also relate to the notion of being either like too trusting or too suspicious and not being able to find that middle ground. I know that, and this is like a hard thing to admit, but uh, I guess I got to do it. Whenever I was younger, I remember like, I would always be hyper cynical of other men who were like around my female friends. And I'd be like, oh, you know, he's just trying to get in your pants. He's just trying to do X, Y, and Z. And then like, if I like stepped back a little bit, I'm like, oh, I'm totally projecting my own like romantic desires for my friends that I'm unable to articulate onto these other guys. <laughs> and so I would like totally write people off and just project my own intentions that I don't even have a grasp on onto them. Oh, it is. You are the guys that had problems with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always have to deal. Maybe they were all TPs. I, I guess they're all TPs. Because like, I never have that issue. I walk into a room of girls. I'd be like, hey, my week, my girls. And we're all just like partying it up. And then I just see guys in the corner going like, why are you in there? And I'm like, I'm not interested in any of them. Do you want, I can help. I feel like that's all, like ENFPs are like, I'm not interested in any of them, but I'm talking to all of them. And ESFPs are, I'm interested in all of them. Do you want help? I had to help a guy go out with one of my friends because he was actually interested, but he felt the need instead to try to, I guess, project onto me. And I don't know why. And I said to him, I'm like, hey, I'm not interested. She's, I actually know she's interested in you. Wanna, I can make it happen. And then there was like, can you? I was like, Dionysus yeah. over there. I love that. <laughs> I'm like, coffee, drinks, alcohol. Like, I got you. Like, let's do this. <laughs> we need people like you in this world. Thank, Thank you for your service. <laughs> yes, sir. Ah. <laughs> uh. One of the nice things about collaborating with Nate and like doing this project together is that like sometimes you can talk and talk and talk and even if no one responds, it doesn't matter to him. I'm still laughing about it. He has no value to FE. So sometimes, <laughs> if, if, sometimes if I go into my TI, I'm just like, not a lot. And I look up and I realize he's been talking for 10 minutes and I haven't yeah, done anything. Well, aren't you guys the, the asking type and then I'm the declaring type in Socionic? Yeah. I mean, you just, you just... I mean, I can monologue, which is really sad. But I mean, at the same time, I prefer it. You know, like I like public speaking, like doing TED Talk style versus. Well, it's also fun because yesterday, like when we collaborated with Megan, you know, if one of us goes and and then we like stop, then she's like, "Oh, what were you gonna say? Tell me, you know, bring out that those gems." And Nate is like, "You're saying something. I don't care. I'm like, yeah. I'm on something else." Like Nate, have you noticed the balance of how much we've been talking in this video so far? Like. You mean like I've just been talking a lot? I'm just trying to tell you to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so Nate, do you want to lead us into a direction? Oh, like you want me to the one with the four dimensional FE? Okay. <laughs> um. Well, we're this isn't going to be the end of hanging out with Jeffrey. I think this was just the tip of the iceberg situation with Annie. Um. I think I was super excited already for this whole episode because I was already happy knowing that I can put two ENTPs together and then see chaos. And I think I did that. <laughs> So I'm pretty successful. So I'm awesome. Thank you very much for the applause. That doesn't agreed. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, it's funny because I did take away something about this. You guys' understanding of FI actually helps my own understanding of FI because mm. I struggle with it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have people like Crystal and Hillary like try to teach me how to properly FI. So that's just how you know. Well, like, I think it'd be interesting it to hear you talk with maybe another ENFP or someone who can discuss TI extensively so that I could cry about it later. Um, you don't want to do that. I think I do. I think I do. I think I really, I really think I do. Sounds like a fun time. Horrible. Like, 
try to get this person to define the functions in his words. Actually, wait, that would be kind of entertaining to watch because I just I'd use I'd use food metaphors and like alcohol metaphors and in one of our episodes you said it's like apples potatoes and. uh, Apples, potatoes. I still yeah. think about that sometimes. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, okay, Jeffrey, I told this to another ENTP5. I said, yeah. oh, you're from that kind of Europe. Oh, my goodness. May <laughs> still thinks that. about that all the she time. She took that for a month. and She, then she, like, back she to texted me. me once about it, too. She's like, what does he mean? And I was like, don't, don't question it. <laughs> I, I mean, I probably could have explained it. Of course, I could explain it better. But I just kind of went with it. It was really funny. I loved it. <laughs> that kind of Europe. I mean, sound off below if you know what I mean with that. That kind of Europe. Think about it. Take oh, it with man. you. It doesn't mean anything. Don't think about it. Oh, It'll... here's another one. I, I really messed up this other guy. This is before this ends. I said, because uh, he's like, where are you sitting? Because we were at this auditorium. And I said, front, back, middle, middle, back, front. And then he goes, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, no, You're it's so really useful. <laughs> and like, it's so clear in my mind. I'm like, yeah, front, back, middle, middle. And he's like, by what standard? <laughs> yeah, where are you oriented? Are you in the front or the back, or are you in the front? Back? <laughs> no, you know, never mind. Whatever. No, actually, I do have a funny thing to point out. If it's FI, the focal point is me. So it's where my exact location is in that exact latitude, longitude. That's where you start. And then you do the front, back, middle, like where I'm facing. That's even so counts. funny. I love so that. So that's what he didn't take into account. So I'm laughing because I, I wasn't him. even interested <laughs> in explaining. <laughs> so. That's okay, well, just to close out the video because... Yeah, we got a minute. ...by the <laughs> Zoom Pro. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Thank you for joining us on our channel, Jeffrey. We will yeah. invite you back if you would like to join again. I would love to be on here again. Oh, yeah, yeah, I feel like we barely got enough time to get into it. To so. even yeah. out this thing well yes we should have both of you on at the same time so that nate could talk over all three of us really <laughs> yeah um, Very well I, wait i don't know hillary beat me to it sometimes she she got some strong ones her end out there i, I, I was cracking up at you guys reality. meme reaction video like that oh. was <laughs> with oh. jamie was it, or <laughs> no you guys's reaction okay. yeah your guys that yeah, was i love really that funny. i love that but anyway um thank you for joining us on this episode check yes. out his channel check out his channel linked below bye bye guys okay.